Welcome to the Power Podcast with Pastor Vince Holmes in the Zion Temple Community Church. Our goal is to proclaim the message of Christ, observe and obey the Word of God, win others to Christ, equip the church with tools of victorious living and empowerment with opportunities to use God-given gifts and talents, and lastly, release rail-rounded, spiritually-minded individuals into the community and the world to share the good news of Jesus Christ. in the word thankful. There you go. Thankful. Thankful. God is good. God is good. Amen. What an awesome God we serve. I got some questions for you as we take this journey today. Just kind of bear with me. You're going to meet me over in the book of Habakkuk or Habakkuk, whichever one you say. We're going to be in the third chapter. But before we get there, Let's take this journey. Take this journey with me. Got some questions for you. How many of you believe that God loves you? Amen. They're they're nodding their head here and raising their hand. If you believe that God loves you, go ahead and put in the chat, loves me. Loves me. You believe that God loves you. Go ahead and put in the chat, loves me. Now, would you say that you love the Lord? Amen. If you you believe that you love the Lord, you would say that you love the Lord. Just put in the chat, love him. So if you believe that he loves you, you're putting in love me. If you believe that that you love him, just put in love him. Got Got one more question for you. How many of you believe that God works for your good? Amen. Somebody said, amen. You believe that God works for your good? Put it in the chat, my good. My good. So if you believe that God works for your good, you're putting in my good. If you believe that or you would say that you love him, you love the Lord, you're going to put love him. If you believe that God loves you, you're going to put loves me. And I hope that you're able to have all three if that's you. So we've established that 
God, you believe that God loves you, that you love the Lord, and that he works together for your good. Got one more question for you right now. For those of you, 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 you love God, he loves you, you believe that he works for your good. Have you ever gone through a period of time in serving this God who you love, loves you, works for your good, where you have been sort of frustrated, confused, and maybe disoriented because you didn't understand what God was doing? Hello, somebody. Have you? If that's been you, just say, been there. If you're here in the audience, just say, amen, because I can hear the amen. And so we've established that it is possible to to love God, know that God loves you, believe that God works for your good, and yet to experience seasons of your life where um, you are are confused, disoriented, perplexed, um, unable to see what God is doing because you just simply don't understand what God's doing in your life right then. And maybe, maybe you, you've been there when you've, you've lost a child. It um, just doesn't make any sense. This morning, I, I turned on the news, and I heard of a young boy who was playing video games and, and, and got killed because a stray bullet came through his house. Can you imagine being that parent? It can't make sense. Maybe you've been blindsided um, by, by a, a request for a divorce that you had no idea that was coming or, or you've lost a spouse or you've lost someone in this last year and a half uh, because of COVID. Well, let me introduce you to this brother named Habakkuk or Habakkuk, whichever one you say, who was in a dark place. He, doesn't under, he didn't understand how a holy God was getting ready to use an unholy nation to bring judgment to the people of God. He disagreed with the methods that God was using. Come on, can you be be real with me? Have you ever disagreed with the method that God's using? Come on, be real. I'm the preacher and I have like, God, God, you could have done that another way. Hello, somebody. God, in fact, I got some suggestions for you, God. Or, God, how could you use them to discipline me or your people. (laughs) Parents, you get this when when your child says something that's just on point, (laughs) right? And the Holy Spirit says, boom, God, you're like, I'm just looking for nothing, right? Been there? (laughs) Amen. Somebody said, nope, because they have no children, but they, they will get there if the Lord provide, um, sees that, that they have children. Maybe, maybe, maybe your questions are, 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 are like this. Um, well, his questions were, the first one he had, Judah, I mean, Habakkuk had. The first question, number one question he says, why does God, or why, why do the evil prosper? Why does the evil in Judah, that's where he was representing, go unpunished? You ever wonder that? Why, why doesn't God do some stuff? I have a, I have a cousin, and um, last year, it may have been two years now, wow, time goes, goes quickly, that his, his mother died. And so when he was talking to his son, his son, in reference to his grandmother, and maybe you're not going to admit you ever thought like this, his grandmother who just died, 
who was a wonderful person who loved them. He says, why couldn't God allow somebody else, some other no good person who deserves to die? Why couldn't they die? Why is my grandma dead? Hello, y'all, y'all, y'all never thought, y'all never thought nothing like that. So his question was, was how does God allow evil to go unpunished? Maybe, maybe your, your question goes like this, maybe, um, and this has my, been my question. How, how is it, God, I'm serving you, I'm living for you, I, I, I'm doing the best I can in, in serving you, and yet my dope-dealing friends who don't even love you, don't claim you, don't know nothing about you, they doing well, God, and doing real well, and here I am. Hello, somebody, can I get an amen? I, I, I'm sorry, you, 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 you. Some of y'all can't relate to that. I understand. Um, you know, you're more sophisticated than I. You're the, the <laughs> you're, you're the Howard and Harvard grads. I'm gonna, so your your circle of friends are. <laughs> I'm messing with somebody intentionally. Um, you know, so so your your question might be more like, how how do my friends use their ungodly business practices and do so well? And yet I'm you know honoring God and doing the best I can, and it seems like my business is, isn't doing that great right now. That was his question. How is it that evil goes unpunished? Basically, why do bad things happen to good people? Then, he, and then he, God answers him, but he doesn't like God's answer. God's answer was, I am going to use the Babylonians to punish Judah. Wait a minute, Habakkuk says, you've got to be kidding me. Why and how? Why are you going to use them? How can you use them? So now he's confused, he's, he's frustrated, he's disoriented because what God is doing does not fit his preconceived ideology of the goodness of God. Mm, ever, ever been there? We, we have this thing, if God is good, then this is going to happen. This is how we operate. So when, when bad things happen, it, 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 our, our, our minds can't comprehend that. But guess what? The Word of God says that the God that we serve is incomprehensible, meaning that he's so deep that our minds can't fully understand the ways, the personality, the character of God. We can't wrap him up in a bow because he's just that deep. So Habakkuk says, how can a just God use the wicked Babylonians to punish a more righteous people than themselves? Well, y'all, he makes this declaration as he comes to the conclusion. You know what? And Habakkuk doesn't necessarily get his answer to his question. How many of you got questions that are unanswered? Amen? If you got questions that are unanswered, you're on the chat. Just put a question mark in there. Now, you can ask God. God is not, a, not, not afraid of your, your asking. But some things he may not reveal in detail to you. What then, when I still have my question? When nothing seems to be going right, 
And so here's Habakkuk. He's in this situation. He's asked God, why is the judgment, uh, why do evil, why does God not punish evil? He doesn't like God's answer about bringing judgment to Judah. And he's, God, how can you use the evil people to punish a more righteous people or a less evil people, is really what he's saying, than them. And he doesn't understand it because it doesn't fit the character of God. Some of you right now, you know, this, this is the season to be jolly, right? Tis the season to be jolly. Amen. Somebody said, fa la 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 Right? But that's not your season. Hello? Maybe your season's not jolly right now, but it is the season to be jolly. What, what do you do when everyone else seems to be jolly or when it's the season to be jolly? In fact, this week we are going to celebrate Thanksgiving and, and, and your season is just dark right now. Got no answers. You got more questions than answers. Uncertainty's lying ahead of what God's going to do. Well, this dude here, Habakkuk, comes up with something he says that just blew my mind. And I would suggest you join me in chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. Check out what he says. Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. He says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. That's some bad times right there. He says, uh, although everything is depleted, although there's famine, although my labor is not seemingly producing any reward, he says, there's no fruit on the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail. The, the fields yield no, no meat. There's no fruit growing. Nothing seems to be happening. The flock is cut off. The animals are dying. There's no herd in the stall. Absolutely nothing is going right. He says he makes this declaration. Although nothing is going right, he says, yet, hello, somebody. And I love the yet because the yet does not dismiss what was happening before. Some of us want to give God praise, but it, we, we give him praise being dismissive of the reality of what we're going on. He's saying, no, I'm facing the reality of what is going on. He says, but yet I will what? Rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Wow. Sometimes we've just got to make up our minds. That we will, that our, our situations will, will not dictate or determine our, our praise, will not determine our thanks, will not determine our rejoicing in the Lord. Ah, watch this. That rejoicing happens sometimes with tears running down our faces. That rejoicing happens with pain in our hearts. That rejoicing happens even in sickness sometimes. But he says, I, I, so I'm not dismissive of that, but I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. He says, watch this, Jehovah, the, the Lord God is my strength. 
Hello, somebody. He says, my situation hasn't changed, but I'm going to get through this situation. I'm enduring this situation. I'm experiencing this situation, not on my own strength, but on the strength of the God that I serve. Hello, somebody. And so the Holy Ghost, we now have filled with the Holy Spirit, is there to strengthen, to come alongside us, to give us supernatural strength that is beyond the strength that we have, so that when everything seems to be going wrong, we can still give God praise. We've made up our minds that we will joy in the God of our salvation and that he will give us strength. And then he says, he will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make me to walk upon some high places. Wait a minute. I'm in the bottom of depression, but yet he's going to give me feet like hinds feet. While I'm in the bottom, he's going to make me walk on the high places. I don't deny what's happening, but because I'm in tune with him, the product of rejoicing with him, the product of acknowledging him is in the middle of my downness when nothing is going right. I experience a joy that rides above my situation in the middle of my situation. Hello, somebody. I love this. And I love it. He says, to the chief singer on my string instruments. So he says, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. He will make my feet like Heinz feet. You ever, I, don't, I don't know if you know what a Heinz is. A great book I read many, many years ago called Heinz Feet to High Places by a woman. I think her name is Rebecca Hubbard. It's an allegory of a relationship with, with, with God. When, he, when, when you think that God is taking you one way, and he turns all the way the opposite way and tells you go this way. And it's filled with pain. She has some companions. I forget their names, but I know pain is one of them. Right? Some disappointments are there. And then there are distractions to take her off the path. And I believe she says, but wait a minute. I want to end up over there. And God says, we're going this way. Wait a minute, God. You're going to take me this way to go that way? Yeah, because we're about to begin a journey. But he says that he will make my feet like hinds feet. And a hind is a deer, and it's able to... Um, to, to, to walk in the precipice on the side of these the mountains. Um, also, there, there are goats that, that do the same thing, and they're able to leap in the, in the craggy edges of the mountains. And I, I just, for fun, just Googled hind, and, and what, what, what did I find? Here's the definition, a working definition. It says, we're almost done. He says, a hind is a female deer, watch this, that can place her back feet in... Front, where exactly where her front feet stepped, not one inch off. So it can place its back feet exactly where its front feet were, not one inch off. And she's able, oh, it says in times of danger, she's able to run securely and not get off track. She's able to scale unusually high and difficult ter terrain to elude the predators. Hello, somebody. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. First, first let me say this. I, I was thinking about this. Because I don't want you to get me confused or, or misunderstand me. I wrote this little note to myself. Praise doesn't dismiss the incident. Nor does it eliminate the work that needs to be done to process our circumstances. Let me say that again. Praise doesn't dismiss the incident, 
nor does it eliminate the work that needs to be done to process the circumstances. Praise is the soul's affirmation that reminds the brain that even though I don't understand the why of my circumstances, I can trust the who. Let me say, let me say that again. Lord, I thank you for that. I, I needed that. And he says, so praise doesn't dismiss the incident, nor does it eliminate the work that needs to be done, the process, the circumstances. But praise is the soul's affirmation that reminds the brain that even though I don't understand the why of my circumstances, I can trust the who. In fact, Tony Evans he even said it like this. He says, when you can't understand the why, trust the who. So what praise does, it reminds me when I'm all in my emotions and, I, and it seems like I can't see God, what my praise does, it takes something from deep within inside my soul that says, God, I still trust you. God, I know that you're real. God, it's dark up in here. God, I'm in the middle of the pain, but you, I will rejoice and trust you in the middle of that. So when I can't understand it, what I know that I know that I know deep down on the inside is that you are good, God, that you are worthy, God, that you you are consistent, God, and that you've got this. So God, in the middle of my situation, the writer says, that he will cause me to have hinds feet, that I might go in high places. But I thought you were depressed. I am. Ain't shucking it. Talking to a therapist, praying, do, all, do everything you need to do. Hello, somebody. And in the middle of that, I'm trusting God. And while it looks like I'm down, hello, somebody. <laughs> looks like I'm down. All external circumstances say I need to give up. All external circumstances say that I'm down. But guess what? In the middle of all of that, when I'm trusting God, he allows me to experience a high that I've never had before because now I'm walking in a lane with the God that I serve. I now know that he's there when I can't understand, when I don't know which way to go. And then he says, I, he says, I, I love this, he says, so, so, so I'm trusting God when nothing's going right, though everything is failing, I will put my trust in the God of my, my salvation, I will trust him, and then he drops the mic, that's what he does, when he says, he says to the chief musician, in other words, saying that, saying that, Maybe that's where you are today. Maybe you, you, you're, you're, you're there and it's, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas time for everybody else, but it ain't that way for you. Maybe you're going through a season of uncertainty, but God, God says, hey, I got you. And you'll declare to the world, I may not understand it. I don't even know why I'm going through this, but I know that I can trust the who, who has it all in control. And maybe that's you. And you're able to trust the who because you have a relationship with the who. That's one situation. Maybe you're not in relationship with the who, so it all makes no sense to you and you have absolutely no hope. Well, I come here to tell you today that the who wants you to be able to trust him. And so God has made a way possible to bring you through the darkness of where you are right now through relationship with him. And if that's you, just say, that's me.
I just want to be in relationship with him so that I can. And maybe you're, you're, you're a believer and you say, hey, it's just dark right now, pastor. It's dark right now, but I've made up my mind that I'm going to trust him. I want you just to put in the chat who, that's all, just who, and we're going to reach out to you. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for reminding us of who you are, that you're in control when we don't understand it, that when we don't understand the why, God, we can trust the who. For you are an awesome God. And then, God, for those of us who are in that situation, some of us make this declaration even before we go through the situation, which was Habakkuk's experience. And we'll say, Lord, although it all fails, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields will yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off in the fold, from the fold. And there's no herd in the stalls, just desolate situation in our lives. But God, we declare, this is our declaration, it is certainly mine, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. We will trust the who. For you're an awesome God. And so God, I pray that you would bless those, that you would encourage those who are there in either situation, those who don't know you, that you would bring them to a saving knowledge of you, that we might be a part of that, of introducing them to the God of our salvation. And then to those who are, are walking with you, but yet experiencing this dark season of not understanding the why, God, we ask that you might show yourself strong as being the who. Encourage them to continue to walk with you. And may we all declare that we will trust you we will rejoice in the God of our salvation, even in this confusing time, that we will declare that you are our strength and that you will make us to walk like the hinds to deep in high places. And we thank you and praise you for you are worthy. We'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And may God's people say, amen, amen, amen. Y'all come on up because Habakkuk ended this thing with, when he dropped the mic and he said, to the chief musician, sing that. What are you singing? I, I, I'm singing that God is good. I'm singing, singing that I will trust the Lord. you as we go out with the band today. I invite you to sing right with us as we sing this song of praise, this declaration of our faith even in dark times. May this be your first act of proclaiming God's goodness in your darkness. Y'all take it away. This live thing is kind of
Jesus for 